Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to $200 in fee-free overdraft with a Chime checking account. Sign up today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Hey there, I welcome you to the Inez Says Pod. Scott Inez with you. You can catch me on the radio each and every day, hosting for Joe Kelly on Orlando's Morning News, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. And of course, you can find the podcast all over the place, including Spotify, the WDBO app, and WDBO.com. Always look forward to chatting with Fox News host and WDBO's very own Brian Kilmeade here on the Inez Says Podcast. This week, I catch up with Brian and we tackle everything from Dr. Tony Fauci to racial politics. Here's that conversation now. Brian, uh, the president at the site of the Tulsa massacre uh, yesterday, it happened 100 years ago. He warned of continued threats of white supremacists. He also talked about assault on voting rights. Um, What did you think of the politics, Brian, being played by the president in Oklahoma yesterday? Well, number one, important incident, ugly incident in our past. But, you know, the key word is I just circle it at home, past. Talk about the progress we have made, uh, how the Tulsa was rebuilt which is a coveted affiliate of ours, part of, uh, as you know, part of the Cox uh, family. We have a great KRMG out there. You talk about this, yeah, absolutely pointed out. But to go out of your way to point out more uh, what he says is racial inequity in our country, to say that basically uh, entrepreneurs, black entrepreneurs, can't get accountants and uh, can't get businesses open and lawyers uh, what is he even talking about? And what have you been doing? You're 78 years old. Now you're saying how, uh, how racist America is and that how we're trying to – Republicans are trying to destroy the country by having people show up and get ID. Or if you're going to mail-in vote, you have to prove that you're you, who you say you are. That's called integrity of the vote. But equating it all, criticizing moderate Democrats for uh, staying with Republicans on certain issues like the ones I just discussed – and in a, such a negative way, it ends it with, but i never been more optimistic about this country. No, no. We listened to you before. You say white supremacy is the number one threat? Is this 1850 or is this 1880? Are you kidding me? I mean, are there uh, places we have to go and, and strides we have to make? Absolutely. But I have never seen someone so intentionally run down our country who happens to be leading our country. It is obscene. You combine that with what he's doing to our energy industry, which was the envy of the world. Now he's stopping drilling in the Arctic. And you combine that with the weakness we're showing with the story you guys just had about the hack on our meat industry. And that one week after we paid $5 million, the private industry did, because the East Coast was denied of oil and gas, and we're about to meet with the country most responsible, Russia, and he's focused on what he says is the main threat in our country, white supremacy in America. Do me a favor. You're running the government. We gave you the best military in the world. Show everybody what it's capable of and stop making us the victims, the American people, the victims 
of our lack of cyber and military security. I mean, I've never seen the countries move on us like they're moving right now. And he's focusing on 1920 as if it's happened in 2020. I'm I'm just uh, uh, beyond uh, outraged. I think you're exactly right. I, I think it was important to point out that horrific event 100 years ago because I have to tell you, I did not know about this event. So it was good to learn about it. Sure. But to keep banging the drum that America is such a racist country discounts how far we've come in those 100 years, in my opinion. And Brian, I got to tell you, it makes half the country, instead of looking back at this horrible incident and learning, it makes half the country just kind of roll its Eyes. So listen, I'm doing this book in the fall, and I've been spending the last two years studying Fred, the life of Frederick Douglass and Lincoln. It's called The President and the Freedom Fighter. If you take some of the quotes from Frederick Douglass, the man was born a slave. He made himself the most famous man in the country outside our borders, by the way. He was traveling Europe and giving speeches and talking about how far America has to come, but believed in the country. And then after freedom is given and, and the war is won by the North, his message is, now that you have your freedom, don't take it for granted. Go out and work and earn, or go out and earn a living. Basically, don't build in excuses. We know it's not going to be easy. Go get it done. That's what this country offers you. Now, with everything that we've done through the 1860s, through the 1960s, through the 1980s, even today, when we pointed out, you and I pointed out, and our listeners pointed out, we see it, we fix it. If our friends bring up something and they are racially insensitive or say something racist, man, they are brought to, uh, brought to justice almost immediately. And, and, and I'm telling you right now, if you are a minority listening to our show right now, it doesn't fly in white communities. That is an aberration. And we don't walk around seeing race and color and gender. We walk around and see people. Mm -hmm. Why are we being reminded every day uh, that we're just not good enough? And if you're white, you should apologize. We should apologize for anything. We should be grateful we're all in this great country coming together, making history. Everyone wants to be here. And it's time for us to improve. But stop beating up on each other. We have so many enemies. Why are we creating an enemy within? I'm outraged about what's happening. Well said. Let's shift gears. The White House saying that it's engaging directly with the Russian government now following this JBS hack, the one that you just talked about. This comes, what, less than four weeks after the Russians launched a similar attack against the Colonial Pipeline. How much of this stuff are we going to take before we fight back here, Brian? It's got to be today. I mean, number one, June 16th should be off uh, unless we, we, get, we've, we find out uh, who's responsible from the Russian government and our own uh, intelligence agencies. Why are we even meeting? I mean, you know what they said? Russia says we are going to be sending a lot of uh, we're going to send some uh, direct messages to unpleasant messages to America leading up to the June 16th summit. Who the hell are they? Mm. We're the one at the number one economic and military power. We should be sending the message. We shouldn't even have this meeting. We shouldn't have we shouldn't have allowed them to finish off the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, allowing them to put uh, terrible gas and oil to the experts say this is the dirtiest oil you could possibly ship through Eastern Europe, Western Europe, to bypassing Ukraine, which is unacceptable, and they're allowed to finish this pipeline. And they hack 
our, our, our pipeline on our, uh, the East Coast, and they take our meat industry down to its knees, and more unpleasant messages are happening in the Arctic right now as they try to gain real estate that is full of oil and natural resources, and they're sending us a message and while they arrest all their dissidents, and Joe Biden's number one issue will be human rights. Do you know what they said yesterday? We are going to address with Joe Biden how the January 6th, uh, uh, the January 6th rioters are being treated in prison in America because we're not comfortable with that. Do you believe this? Yeah. They're playing with us. Yeah. And we are not. We're showing nothing but weakness. And by the way, Joe Biden actually started this tone. He said that Vladimir Putin is a soulless killer. Let me ask him. It's probably true. But is that the way you approach your first 100 days in office? Oh, by the way, he's a soulless killer, and I have no plan to protect America infrastructure and no plan to show aggression and reinforce NATO. So it's the dumbest foreign policy ever, and we're sitting there. Private industry is paying the price, not, not, uh, you know, not aircraft carriers, not denial to ports private industry. Can we possibly get ahead of the game? Do we have to always react and react ridiculously? What, what, what price did that cyber group get, pay, for bringing that uh, colonial pipeline to its knees? They got $5 million. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a, a, a good message to send to me. Yeah, real quick, I've got to ask you about these thousands of emails from Dr. Tony Fauci that we're seeing now during the early days of the pandemic. They've been published. Is there anything that we glean from those emails from and to Dr. Fauci here, Brian? Two things, which we, we don't know we don't know. Number uh, Three things. Number one. Someone writes him and says, I'm really concerned that you're being muzzled by the Trump administration. He writes back, we are not, I'm not being muzzled by the Trump administration. I was on Fox that morning. I have three more appearances that day. Okay, number one. Number two, he comes out and, say, and gets a thank you from Peter Danzig for not feeding into the Wuhan lab, uh, a lab uh, link theory to this COVID virus. He says, thank you very much. Number one, he says, this Chinese scientist tells an American science magazine that Anthony Fauci not telling Americans to mask up, he says, is wrong, and he doesn't understand it. Then he writes to Anthony Fauci saying, there's a story coming out saying I'm critical of you. Please, uh, this reporter took me out of context. He says, no problem. We're still friends. Excuse me. The main issue is the Chinese scientist that Anthony Fauci is connected with and financed the Wuhan lab with said, mask up, and Fauci didn't tell us, and this guy's worried about insulting Anthony Fauci, excuse me, if you, want, if you want us to mask up, you didn't tell us until March, he's saying you should have told us in February, so how many hundreds of thousands of people would have been alive if the current love of masks and need for masks was put into play? So, I mean, do you understand this, the major story is, not that the scientist, Chinese scientist was going to upset Anthony Fauci. The issue that he brought up is like, why does this guy not tell Americans to wear a mask? Mm. Thanks to Brian Kilmeade, heard every weekday, 9 to noon on WDBO here in Orlando. I'm Scott Inez. Thanks so much for joining me on the Inez Says Podcast. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. 
all backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.